This is the Crypto Brew Show. We have a very special interview with a very special guest with us today. We have Jonathan Keim, Director of Communications for Cryptocurrency Wire. But we, before we jump to him, let's go ahead and jump to the brew crew. Joe, how you doing out there, man? I'm doing mighty fantastic today, and uh, I'm just really excited to talk to Jonathan and figure out what uh, we're, uh, Cryptocurrency Wire's got to, got to offer for us. But today... I'm, uh, you know, kicking it old school. Going back, I'm drinking a Rolling Rock. For all of you viewers out there, classic beer. And uh, here we go. Let's right. do this. Very nice. Very nice. Rem, how are you doing out there? What's up, crypto world? I'm drinking the staple of Texas fall beers. That is Shiner Oktoberfest. Uh, I'm really excited to hear what Jonathan has to say today. Let's get to it. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, our special guest, Jonathan Keim. How are you doing, sir? Oh, uh, doing pretty well. Great, great. Uh, what are you drinking out there? Uh, today we're doing a Two Hard Ale, American IPA. Nice, very nice. All right. IPAs. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's go ahead and uh, jump into our disclaimer real quick. The information provided on the show does not constitute investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. Crypto Brew Show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Conduct your own due diligence and consult your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Alrighty. Hashtag Nafamu, not a financial advisor. My own opinions. You might or may not hear that on the show today. And of course, hashtag BYOB, we did. Did you? Alrighty. We, like we said before, we are talking about cryptocurrency wire today. We have Jonathan Keim. Director of Communications, and uh, Jonathan, what, I mean, let's just start it off. Why uh, Why cryptocurrency wires a name, and what do you, what is it about? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw three questions at, at you right off the bat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, well, the name, and what are you about, and how did you get into all of this crypto and the wire? Sure. Well, I almost have to go back to us starting Network Newswire. Uh, that is the main brand that underlies cryptocurrency wire. Uh, the infrastructure was built through that. A couple years ago, we came out with Cannabis Newswire. It was very successful for us to kind of blend, you know, just mass news dissemination with also having a targeted audience and targeted channels, you know, beyond just our own audience to just maximize exposure, but also engagement because both are very important. Um, because really, news is just another form of marketing, uh, especially with more of the public relations angle of things. And then as far as, uh, I guess, just going into the name, one thing I should say, uh, most people, when they hear crypto and wire, they're thinking bank transfers. Um, wire kind of goes back to just the general term of newswire, where you have something that is going out to the whole Associated Press and uh, just financial disclosure channels a lot of times, especially in the business that we're primarily involved in with publicly traded companies. Um, and crypto is just a really natural fit. Obviously, we have a lot going on in the finance realm um, whenever you talk about crypto. And you know, beyond that, there's a lot of similarities between crypto and stocks. So it was definitely a field that we wanted to be heavily involved in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, question for you, Jojo. Go ahead and uh, get started here. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jonathan. Well, um, so this is one that's kind of just been near and dear and at the top of everyone's mind, especially with uh, kind of everything that's been going on in the space. I mean, especially for us as well. You know, 
we're trying to figure out ways to market ourselves through uh, AdWords searches, uh, Google campaigns, Facebook campaigns, and stuff like that. How are you guys overcoming that, overcoming that censorship, and uh, how do you uh, how do you approach that? Well, I would say we do it a couple different ways, and the two main ones would be number one, we have our own audiences. So you're referring to advertising to selected groups or you know beyond those that are already accepting your content over the last 10 plus years we've been building the investor brand network and you can find that investorbrandnetwork.com and really what it is it's 31 different financially oriented or investor oriented brands that have um, different focuses whether it's trading styles or particular types of investment opportunities um, you know, for instance, Cannabis Newswire obviously brings in those interests in cannabis. Um, and we got Cryptocurrency Wire as well, but uh, on the trading styles, like Series Traders would be more for day traders, Tiny Gems for more buy and hold. So we have all these different properties that bring in a wide demographic of all sorts of, um, you know, more specialized interests. So we don't have to advertise because we already have the followers. Um, so there's still a social media presence there, um, but we still, you know, don't rely completely on social platforms. Uh, we also have our own article syndication network, as well as the news dissemination networks and partners that we work with. And, you know, with the news, it really doesn't discriminate. Um, obviously, that <laughs> something completely outlandish, um, like pornography might not be in the news, but, you know, as far as topics or um, business ideas or, you know, certain things like, like that, there's really nothing that, that keeps you putting something out as long as you have uh, the source verified. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that answers the question very astutely. And I think, um, so you're, you're heavily devoted more so on the organic side, just because of the following basis that you already have. Right. It's cool. been, I mean, that's really been our core focus since the beginning. Uh, our first brand quality stocks brought investors looking to see what all the other investment newsletters are talking about. So we've always made it a core focus, uh, since 2006, to always build our own audiences and then we don't have to depend on on other platforms. Nice man. All right, uh, so we got another interesting question for you. When you have a client approach you, a prospective client, do y'all vet their content before you before you take them on? Yeah, so you know that's a very interesting question and it kind of goes back to what I just said about news not really discriminating. So the number one thing we're going to do is make sure that they're actually part of the project that they want to put out news on. Um, so we'll verify that they have a company specific, uh, like, you know, the domain name. It can't just be a Gmail or a Yahoo and, you know, claiming association. Uh, they need to, you know, have some level of authority. Um, and of course, if, if we see something that is off, we're not going to work with them. Um, so, you know, we are careful in that regard, but what really makes it easy for us is that projects wouldn't really want to work with us if they weren't serious because of the type of audiences that we reach. So the ones that would benefit the most are those in the real world providing a real world solution. Um, they want to be highly public with it. 
you know, we really put the spotlight on our clients. And if they were doing something nefarious, they really wouldn't want to work with us. They wouldn't want all the attention, I'm sure. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, you have to, you know, by treating each client like that, your other clients, you know, see that. And I, I guess it's kind of like a respect thing. You get that respect. But I'm going to shoot it over to Joe for his, his next question for you. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I think that was um, a very good response as well. And I, I mean, I can completely see that because all of those uh, news platforms that, you know, they definitely would not want to come on there. Uh, but anyways, speaking of those news platforms and how that works, I know you briefly, uh, briefly talked about the uh, syndication channels that you already have. But yeah. what are uh, some other mediums that uh, Cryptocurrency Wire has to offer for uh, those that are seeking the platform? Well, I mean, the main ones are going to be the ones already mentioned. And just to kind of go into more detail, uh, that might be helpful. We just got done signing a deal with Dow Jones, which is very huge for us. Um, some other big ones would be International Business Times, Market Watch, Apple News, and then, of course, we have our own brands. And then for those that are officially putting out their news, obviously, a question we get a lot, uh, which crypto channels are you hitting? Well, obviously, we have our own distribution, our own audiences, so they're going to get that exposure you know, with just putting out any press release. Um, just like when you do something with, say, PR Newswire, they're going to put it out on their social media and on their website, you know, in the same way that we do. We just have a very crypto-specific audience while still reaching, you know, the Associated Press and other channels. But we also have 500, well, over 500 uh, different crypto-friendly journalists within uh, mainstream news publications. So while we can't twist anybody's arm to cover you, um, that's kind of the uh, the double-edged sword side of, you know, having an independent journalist. You know, it's going to be their choice. Uh, whether or not to cover you, we go out to them directly, not just to a newsroom, but the piece actually gets sent to their uh, business email address, and that really increases the odds of getting covered. Um, but even if no one covers you, you're still going to get lots of views, you know, through our own followers, through our brand network, um, through the syndication network, you know, those different websites that I just mentioned. And if you're doing a wire grade press release, you should show up on uh, Yahoo Finance as well. It's one of those platforms that, you know, they manually approve what we send them. Sometimes the crypto stuff doesn't get through, but about 90% of the time it does just because everything goes through press release enhancement, uh, which is what we do beyond just, you know, correcting a misspelling or putting the comma inside the quotation marks. We really work hard to uh, make it 100% professional, you know, follow the AP standards and um, that you know, speaks to their language. So they're usually very quick to approve our content. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really awesome. I want to go ahead and speak to, um, you mentioned the syndicated communications. You have a graphic on your website, um, the premium distribution, the amplified syndication, and then the <coughs> distribution in the syndication. Um, one, uh, question was, that you want to uh, elaborate a little bit more on that. And then two, um, the other uh, slide we have here is your network wire comparison chart. And okay. uh, on how uh, you, you know, or how are you versus your competitors? Uh, what, what makes you stand out to them? 
Well, let's focus on the chart because that's really the reason why we created Network Newswire to begin with. And then, of course, Cryptocurrency Wire and Cannabis Newswire. Um, there were certain services not being provided by the other wire services. And a lot of the clients would come to us for those services. We just never got on the Newswire side of things. So, um, you know, we work very well together with our partners. We do. I don't know, probably 2000 releases a year now. And, you know, we're sharing infrastructure, um, cool factoid on our name, Network Newswire. That's really what we are. We're a network of wires. So, um, you know, we have our own wire. We work with Globe Newswire. We work with PR Newswire. Um, we did a release uh, with Business Wire earlier this year for a crypto project. So, you know, we're really working with everyone and finding the best ones um, you know, based on the needs. But what really makes us stand out is the fact that, you know, when we do press release enhancement, we're really like your in-house PR team. And a lot of people can't afford that. A good PR team is going to cost about $5,000 a month. And of course, they'll, you know, help refine your message, go through your materials, uh, pitch to journalists more frequently than just, you know, one time when you're doing a release. And we can do those things too, of course. Um, but a lot of people just really need their news to go out um, to as many places as possible and then also have guaranteed coverage, which that brings in another, you know, if you look through the chart, um, one of them brings out the um, follow-up articles. So after the press release goes out with your voice, then we come around and cover it with our voice. And so we syndicate it to our 5,000 outlet network uh, then we share a link on our investor brand network, which has the 30 plus accounts with over 1.6 million social media followers. And I'm trying to think what else, obviously sending out the emails to journalists in a custom list. Um, that's something extra we do at Cryptocurrency Wire. Um, and there's, you know, a couple other things. Uh, people love the service, being able to actually talk to people rather than just go through a um, submission form and, you know, out it goes, you know, it's, and usually there's something that they wish they would have done differently and um, you don't get that chance. So, you know, once you publish your press release through the wire, it goes out to hundreds of places and there is no editing. Uh, all you can do is put out a nasty correction release. You know, it's kind of a black eye and you'll have to pay just as much a second time to put it out. There's, you know, no do overs or free credits. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was great. Uh, I want to use you now. <laughs> uh, awesome. We, we could use you. Um, all right. Question for you. Uh, there are hundreds of listings under your conferences tab on your website. Are you guys attending right. all of those conferences or is that more of just a resource for everybody else? Well, it's a resource, but it's also a special benefit for our conference partners. So I'm sure you'll notice that a couple of them are highlighted. And those are the ones that we are actively working with. And there's going to be a lot more as some of our partners from 2018, you know, officially announced their dates uh, for next year. Um, but, you know, as much as I'd love to be at all of them, it would literally be impossible because there's overlap. I mean, if you look through the list, especially this year, next year, it's a lot more sparse. Um, but there's a conference almost every single day. It doesn't matter what day of the week or uh, what time of the, the year, you know, even if there's holidays, I mean, somewhere in the world, there's a Bitcoin or a blockchain or a crypto conference yeah. going on. So 
you know, we, we picked out the ones that we felt are, you know, worth looking at. There's even more than what's on the list, but these guys are at least doing some form of marketing. Um, you know, if you're local, it might be worth going to, but the ones that we really focus on are those that number one, see a value in what we're doing and want us to partner with them, help promote, uh, their venue. Uh, but then secondly, you know, for us, it's, it's quite uh, expensive in terms of, you know, money, time, effort, and, you know, you can't really be in the office doing what you normally do. So, you know, when you consider all those things, when we really partner with a conference, we're the gold sponsor, we go out, um, you know, we help in a lot of different ways directly with the team. And we really have to make sure that they're bigger, like the World CryptoCon that we all just went to, or Blockchain World Conference, Blockchain Shift you know, some of the other bigger ones that we attended this year. Um, but we really do work with anybody for those that are smaller. Um, we have another deal where, you know, we're their official newswire. We help make sure they're out on the news. We really want to help and, and kind of going back to, you know, why cryptocurrency wire, we really want to help these conferences reach mainstream everyday people. And that's just not going to happen if, their exposure is just constantly within the, you know, the crypto border. We really want to break out of that border and bring more people in and, you know, really make an impact. Um, but of course, you know, we still <laughs> focus inward as well because we want to have crypto and blockchain enthusiasts follow us. And uh, it's very important to our clients. But ultimately, we want to be on both sides and bring it all together. And conferences is a huge part of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, as you said uh, on that, I saw all those conferences and how they overlapped. I was like, there's no way they're going to be at all. Of these. <laughs> that, that would be it's pretty surprising. <laughs> uh, all right. That's awesome. Um, I know we have a couple more questions here for you. Uh, I believe Joe has a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, just one of the major things too, just for some of our viewers and anyone else out there that wants this information, how do how does someone uh, a company actually get started with you guys, and how do they go through the channels to get uh, get their uh, information moving? Sure. Well, the best way is just to come to the website cryptocurrencywire.com. If you want to just follow the news, feel free to follow us on Twitter at CryptoNetWire. Um, we're also on Facebook and. Uh, Google Plus. I don't know for how much longer since they're going to be, you know, shutting things down. Uh, but LinkedIn is also very important to us. So we're really all over the place. I could mention others, um, but definitely come to the website, subscribe to the newsletter, uh, reach out if there's anything we can do to help uh, bring more exposure to you. Or if you have news and you want to make sure as many people as possible hear it while it's hot and exciting and interesting. And, um, you know, something that could really hook someone into your brand. Uh, I, I really, really like news marketing because news moves markets. News uh, brings people in that never heard of you before, and um, it, it's really a starting point a lot of times for you know various brands. I think you know most people probably even heard about the iPod, you know, <laughs> through the news. You know what all was happening before they uh, even had their son or daughter asking one for Christmas because they probably didn't know <laughs> they wanted one yet until you know the buzz started. So. Um, you know, we definitely love to help get that started for any brand that has a real credible pro uh, project or product. Um, you know, feel free to reach out and we'll get started. Awesome. And I believe we have uh, one more question and it might be the most important to our viewers. No pressure. 
Ron? Okay. <laughs> he's, he's underselling the question. It is undoubtedly the most important question. I'm about to put you on the spot. What is your favorite beer? Oh, man. That's the hardest question you've asked. <laughs> man, it is so hard to pick because I'm a huge craft beer lover. Um, I mean, anytime I go out, I'm trying to do at least one or two uh, new ones. So rookie numbers, you got to get those numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, let's see. I really like Christmas ale from Great Lakes. Um, I'm from Ohio, so I put that out there. And obviously, I do like Two Hearted Ale um, from Bell's. It's a good staple. But I mean, a favorite is just really, really hard. Um, it is. It's kind of an unfair question. Oh, well, at least you have a couple of my favorites. Yeah, that's great, man. There we go. There we go. All right, well, uh, any uh, last-minute questions for Jonathan, Joe? Yeah, I mean, um, I I think those two beers are fantastic, man. Um, And, uh, you know, anything you can do to help us out, man? Oh, well, yeah. What I definitely want to do once this – uh, gets published. I want to take a link and put it out on our article syndication network. We'll have something really nice. You know, a lot of our um, audiences are more readers than watchers, but we definitely have both. So, you know, we'll make a nice little summary. So people, if they don't want to watch a video, you know, they can still get all this great content and learn about the show and uh, hopefully up your subscriber numbers significantly. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Uh <laughs> Um, Ron, any uh, last-minute comments for Jonathan? No, man. I just want to say uh, thanks for taking the time to sit with us and tell us about uh, Cryptocurrency Wire. Uh, you know, it's something we're, we're definitely going to add to our list of companies that we're monitoring, and uh, we wish you the best going forward. Well, thank you so much, and I really, really appreciate being on your show. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Hang tight, Jonathan. Uh, We're going to keep you here just a little bit longer. Um, But this has been the Crypto Brew Show with Jonathan Keim, Director of Communications for Cryptocurrency Wire. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe below for more show and more interviews like this. We will see you next time. Cheers. Peace.